I realised something this week. I was stood in the queue in one stop in Middleton, uh, which is a small village, basically where I used to live and not too far from where I live now. And I was stood in the queue and I don't know what it was. It was quite a calming day, not mad hustle and bustle, all the time in the world. And obviously I realise nowadays in 2020 with everything going on and with queuing for shops, etc., you need to be patient. You need to have extra time. You can't rush around like a blue ass flyer like we used to because you're not going to be able to get stuff done as quickly as you used to get it done. And so I was stood there and I was thinking about things. And the thing I came to realise as I had parked my car up outside and was stood in this queue picking up a few just random bits is that for the first time, I think ever, I actually went, I love my life. I was actually thinking about all the things I'd do and I think I'd been working on the car that day and it was the day after I had um, spoken to all of my clients and done check-ins, etc. And I just sat there and when I sat there, I just stood there and I just was thinking about things, just in a little bit of a daze while I was waiting for the, the queue to shrink. And it dawned on me that I actually am very fortunate to have found myself in a position where I love what I do. I am my own boss, so I choose when I work. You know, There's nobody dictating my hours to me. I get to do the things that I enjoy, my hobbies. I get to own two vehicles, which I absolutely love and have worked hard to get. And obviously, last but by no means least, I am blessed with amazing children, two stepboys, my triplets, and of course, an amazing other half who supports me in all of my endeavours. And the reason I suppose that this episode is kicking off with that story is because so often or not, you can get people especially when you've got to this point, look at kind of what you've done or look at what you've achieved, etc. And be like, oh, well, it's easy for you, you know. And I've had that a few times from personal trainers that are building their businesses or are on the up, if you will. And you you come across sometimes that could be the perception. Or hell, that can even be the perception from clients sometimes going, oh, well, you know, of course you know what to do. You've been doing this for years. Or, you know, of, co- of course you've got your shit together. But... Let me tell you, folks, as we're going to touch on in this podcast, it's taken me a long time to get my shit together. Because as per the title of this podcast states, failing is necessary. There is no success without failure. Not as a you know a good and evil thing or a black and white thing. There is no success without failure because we have to fail. We have to fuck up. We have to make mistakes to actually learn the lessons that come from them. I've touched a few times in previous podcasts about the person that I was and how I spent the majority of my 20s, the way I behaved, the way I treated people, the way I even thought about things. I spent most of my 20s making stupid decisions, hurting people and acting incredibly selflessly. But at the time, obviously, I didn't think that. At the time, I didn't think, Moisey, you're being quite selfish here. Not selflessly, sorry. Um... I meant selfish the first first time. <laughs> um, at no point did I ever think that, you know. And I suppose whenever you're struggling, you know, be it with adherence to your diet, be it in your relationship, be it in your business, be it in life in general, it's important to recognize that the struggle is what makes not only the success all that sweeter, but 
it's also the thing that is necessary to get to success. Ask anybody that's ever achieved anything from the smallest achievement to the biggest and at some point they made a mistake or several. At some point they screwed up, at some point they fucked up somewhere along the way and they had to rectify their mistake. Near enough, everything I've ever done has been like that. Some of you know that I was married and you know we were together for seven and a half years and we were married for one and it all fell apart and it fell apart because of me, because of my selfish attitude and because I did something unforgivable, because I did something very stupid. Uh, it ended up being the making of me in a myriad of different ways, but it's funny how mistakes can lead you down some of the best roads you've ever been down. Like I said, in terms of how I approach my relationship with Rachel now and how I look at my relationship and how I respect my relationship, that's been an evolution which has been going on over several years. Several years of making mistakes and learning from them. And the thing that I've realized through everything is that self-reflection has to be at the forefront of any success. You have to be able to look inwards. Now, don't get me wrong. Some people do this too much. They self-deprecate. They look at what they're doing and they always take the blame for everything. But if I can highlight one thing that I would say to myself back in my 20s, it would be to actually look at my actions more, to take the blame more and recognize that I was at fault for a lot of things I did. Because it's all too well and good to be young and you know, chasing the world, chasing dreams, doing whatever the fuck you want to do, not wanting to be, you know, responsible for things. But as you get older, and especially as you have children, you realize you are responsible for things. You're responsible for some of the most important things there has ever been. Life. But you're not just responsible for looking after that life. You're not just responsible for raising it, feeding it, you know, keeping it alive, you are responsible for the life that that life becomes and the life that the life after that becomes, you know? You're responsible for your children and then your grandchildren and in a way, your great-grandchildren. The behaviors that you set in place with your kids are the behaviors that they will set in place with their kids. And so your behaviors have this massive butterfly effect throughout generations. And so... You realize you have to get a lot of mistakes made before you have kids. You have to get a lot of things out of your system, otherwise you're going to fuck them up. And you're going to lead them down a road which is maybe incorrect. But the funny thing is about parenthood is that you, you're going to make mistakes along the way, but you have to self-reflect. If you go into parenthood and everything you do is always the kid's fault because, you know, they're three or they're four or they're toddlers or whatever then you're never actually going to better yourself and you're never going to better them. You have to recognize in every situation what you did wrong. And I suppose a saying that I bang on and on about so much is don't do the same thing and expect a different result. Einstein, I think, said it best. You know, expecting a different result from the same behavior is the definition of insanity. And it's the same thing, like I said, with, with business and making mistakes. You know, to, to name a few, I had Yummy Mummies years ago, which was a private Facebook group, which was a class as well that I did. And it was great. It, it kicked off to a certain degree, but it failed. And it failed for so many different reasons. You know, my focus on it wasn't good enough. My marketing wasn't good enough. I was too complacent, you know. 
there were so many reasons that's failed and that's one of many things you know new year's resolution diets that i used to do as a program back in the day you know or oh christ there's been so many different things different approaches and things but the problem is when you look at i suppose what i do on the surface when you look at me as a person on the surface you can go oh he's successful but it all came from a lot of cut knuckles a lot of blisters a lot of owies emotionally and physically stupid mistakes i made in the past like in a previous podcast i touched on you know when i dabbled in steroids and was that a good thing no it was not but it taught me a lot and it taught me lessons that i can carry forward and i can teach my kids should god forbid they ever get close to any of that kind of life or you know think about drugs or anything along those lines don't get wrong i haven't lived as an exaggerative life as a lot of people you know or as exciting life as most people but i've made a lot of mistakes and eventually, I suppose it was around my 30s, I began to look at those mistakes and realize that they don't need to be the curse that they once were. They don't need to be the thing which I'm always self-deprecating myself for, you know? They don't need to be the thing that I always punish myself for. They can be the, the making of me. They could be the making of my children and the way that I approach looking after my children. Now, do I get it right with them all the time? No, of course not. I make mistakes near on a daily basis with disciplining and praise and you know probably shouldn't have given them that biscuit because their lunch is in five minutes but I suppose the thing to recognize is that we're all too quick particularly I see my clients do this all the time when they have a bad day to go all right that's it you fucked it you know or have a bad week and go right that's it you can't stick to it you're shit you know why can't you get your head around this etc etc but the fact of the matter is mistakes are imperative if I get someone on my books and they go from point A to point B and there's no trials, no tribulations and everything is absolutely perfect, it concerns me. I want my clients to make mistakes. I want them to screw up. I want them to do things they probably shouldn't have done because they will learn from it. One of my biggest things that I teach, I suppose, is that ability to self-reflect. I get my clients to self-reflect every single week on their check-ins. Some of them look at the forms that I get them to complete and the check-in system that I get them to use and they go, that's just because Moisey needs that information. So they breeze their way through it. But in actual fact, when they look deeper into it or when I bring it to their attention, the majority or the biggest part of the check-in is actually them reviewing what they've done that week, reviewing what they could have done better and then setting that as their own goals. My clients go through a, a journey of self-reflection and thus self-goal setting every single time they fill out my check-in form some of them are probably learning that for the first time now but that's what the form is all about because there's an old saying which we all know which is you can lead a horse to water but you can't make it drink and coaching people is exactly the same way coaching people managing people it's all the same thing being a parent again same thing you can't tell people what to do you have to lead them to their own decisions I suppose this is why, in a way, I've been successful with what I do because, in a way, I don't tell my clients what to do. I give them the tools, I give them the knowledge, and I give them advice, but I don't force them to do anything. I don't force any approach upon them. I don't force any goals upon them. They decide what their goals are. They decide how they approach those goals. We just stick to certain parameters with regards to science, but hey, you know, it is what it is. And I suppose with this podcast, I want to encourage you guys to never stop learning. And thus, with that, never stop evolving as a person. 
Sat here right now, 32-year-old Chris is very, very different to 22-year-old Chris. There's been a lot of mistakes that I've made and learned from. I spent most of my life punishing my father for his mistakes and for not being around. But in actual fact, when I reflect on things, and it's a shame that now he's not with us, I look at what I did and I look and go, no, I could have given him more of an opportunity. I could have given him more of a chance to be a father. Yeah, he wasn't very good at it. And yes, he wasn't very consistent. And we'll touch on that in a minute. But I didn't really give him a chance to prove anything because I suppose subconsciously I didn't want him to prove anything. And that in itself made me kind of close doors on him. So the poor bloke didn't stand a chance, you know. The funny thing is that that's how life tends to go. If you don't learn your lesson, you lose the opportunity to learn that lesson. And it's too late. I think we've all learned a lot, learned a lot from COVID-19, from lockdown, from how we've been. You know, and how I coach my clients every week through emotional stresses and what they do when they're emotional. And how, obviously, when they're emotional, a lot of that leads to emotional eating or stress eating. And trying to alleviate the issue. And as we've touched on in the previous podcast, stress is something we manifest within ourselves. It's not something that's given to us. We choose to be stressed. But that self-reflection is imperative. That ability to learn, that ability to recognize what you've done wrong in every situation. Because, you know, you can't fight in an empty room with no one around. In any confrontation, in any situation, in any time you make a mistake that involves other people, you are partly to blame for something. And it is important that you always reflect on that. And with regards coaching, with regards calorie deficits, making progress, etc., becoming a better version of yourself, transforming, if you will, there is always something that you could have done better. But it's not about beating yourself up. This is where people get self-reflection wrong. Like I said, they self-deprecate. They reflect and go, oh, you should have done that better. And then they spiral down into this mode of you screwed up, you fucked up, what's the point of your shit, etc. That doesn't achieve anything. Guilt is a wasted emotion, but so is self-deprecation. I can't think of another way of putting it, so I've repeated that a few times, forgive me. But... Just saying you're crap, you're worthless, etc. is not actually going to better yourself. People think it will. You know, and for a long time in my 20s, I did. I went into a very dark place when I was left alone with my thoughts. And luckily, I had good people around me. I had the gym, which did make a big, big difference to me to help me through it. But I hurt a lot of people. I really did. Luckily, those people are okay. Luckily, they've got better lives and, you know, everyone that was around me at that time has evolved to become a better person. So hopefully I contributed towards the lessons of their life in the same way that they contributed towards the lessons of mine. And with that self-reflection, with that ability to look inwards and go, what could you do better? You've also got to combine that with consistency. Because it's no good kind of admitting you made a mistake or making that mistake, looking into yourself and going, yep, that was my fault. But then not being consistent with following through on the, the plan to be better, the plan to evolve yourself, to get better. 
There's no point in making changes in your life. There's no point in overcoming these obstacles if you're then not consistent with what you learned from that. If you go and make the same mistake several more times, you didn't actually learn anything from the situation. You just, in that moment, took took the blame, but you didn't apply it. Think of an argument, for example. You know, you go, okay, cool, my fault. You hold your hands up. But then if you have the same argument with the same basis, with the same, you know, morals at the, the in the middle of it down the line then you didn't learn anything you weren't consistent you got to follow through with the the self-reflection so for all my clients listening for all of you on your transformation journeys as much as this podcast has become very lifestyle based which thank you for the feedback a, lo- a lot of you had mentioned how much you enjoyed the more lifestyle based podcasts instead of just the calories and movement stuff but to speak directly to the people i coach and the people that are on programs right now it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to, to do things you probably shouldn't have done or to, to screw up from time to time. It's also imperative that you learn from those failures. You know, you learn from those times that you screwed up because those are what are going to be the lessons for you in the future to stop you making the same mistake. And thus, that leads me into the consistency. You need to learn from it, but then apply what you've learned. Do you know how many people I know of that have gone, oh, look at all the books I've read. Look at my bookshelf. I've got thousands of books. Or look at all these books right here. You know, I can think of so many people that brag about, oh, I've read 16 books during lockdown. It's like, well, fucking good for you, mate. But let me ask you this. Of all those fucking lifestyle books you've read, of all those business books you've read, of all of those amazing books written by very intelligent and eloquent people, how much of that shit have you actually applied? Because everybody goes, oh, knowledge is power. It's fucking not. Application of knowledge is power. And that's, like I said, the, the final piece of the puzzle when it comes to self-reflection. Recognizing that, cool, look inwards. Recognize what you did wrong. And once you have that knowledge, I fucking apply that knowledge and be consistent with the application of that knowledge. How I got to be successful with my business to a point where I'm content with the success and to the point where I love my life, how I got to be successful in all of these areas is because I was consistent with that self-reflection. I recognized what I, what I did wrong and I'm still learning. Ask anybody that I'm coaching right now and they'll tell you that my approach is always changing. It's always evolving. As I learn more, I apply things in a different way. The form that they complete is always evolving. How I coach people is always evolving. The approach I take is always evolving. And I still make mistakes, but I hold my hands up to them. If I fuck up, then, you know, I fuck up. To tell you a story of which only happened, funny enough, a few hours ago, which I suppose is quite prevalent to mention on this podcast, I got a WhatsApp from a random, random gentleman, not sure where he was from, definitely obviously not in the UK. And back in the day, I used to sing and play guitar and post videos on YouTube. And every now and then, I'd get a a fan, um, I suppose you could call them that, drop me a message on my Facebook or whatever, even though it's obviously it's all about my business nowadays. They find me on there and they drop me a message and they say, you know, loved your cover of, um, I don't know, when you say nothing at all, or love your cover of Maroon 5, whatever, or your Daughtry covers. And... On my website, there's access to be able to contact me. And I've got my WhatsApp on there. You've got an ability to tap a button and you can WhatsApp me. And what this gentleman did was earlier on today, he had obviously found that. He'd used his initiative. My website isn't linked at all to 
my YouTube. You know, my YouTube is just there. I haven't contributed to it for years. And what this gentleman did is he obviously searched my name on Google, whatever. He found my website. He found the ability to contact me and he dropped me a message and it popped up alongside my check-ins today. And it said, uh, hey, buddy, how do you, what are the chords for, you know, blah, blah song? I think it was Maroon 5, Better That We Break. And it was like, what's the chords for it? And I read it and Fridays are a challenging day for me. You know, when you're coaching nearly 100 people, it it takes a lot from you. You have to give a little piece of yourself to every person. You know, you've got to really listen to what they've gone through that week, listen to what they're feeling and give a little piece of yourself to help fix them, you know, to help them realize the answers and lead themselves into a better week the following. And so Fridays in the afternoon are really tough for me, so much so that I pull myself away from social media and WhatsApp, etc. on a Saturday to recover. Saturdays are my family DIY do shit day and I try to steer clear as best I can from, um, I suppose you'd call it work, just to recover mentally and then I'm all good to go on Sunday when a few more people check in. And what I did is I saw this guy's message, he caught me just at the wrong moment and I went, what the fuck? You've actually sorted that out and I took offense to it. So what I did was I blocked him. And I opened up that WhatsApp message, I blocked it, so he saw that I'd read it, and then I blocked him straight away, and then he realized that he could no longer message me back. He obviously checked to see if I'd if I'd read it. So what he did is he went onto my Facebook and he sent me a message, and he was like, mate, what the fuck? He's like, I only wanted to know um, the chords to this song, but I've seen that you've just blocked me on WhatsApp, and yeah, he was like, is, if that's the way you treat your fans, seriously, what the hell? And in my mindset in that moment, it was... Mate, it's something I did years ago. You've you've kind of gone gone around the houses to try your best to contact me. You've contacted me on a on a forum which has nothing to do with YouTube. And I thought he was being cheeky. So obviously that's what I sent him. And then bless him, he apologized. And he was like, Yeah, you're really right. I'm sorry I shouldn't, you know, I shouldn't have done that, etc. Um and then he started talking about, oh, you know, maybe I need to lose some weight, etc. I need to tone up, shape up, whatever. And thankfully, because he took that response, because he recognized, well, no, he didn't recognize anything. Because he took that response, all of a sudden my guard was dropped and I sat there and I went, Moisey, you fucking asshole. That guy, from his perspective, has gone on YouTube, listened to you sing this cover and he's gone, wow, that's really good. I'd love to be able to do that myself tried to contact you, maybe posted a message on YouTube, not been able to, and so he's used his initiative to find your details, to be able to send you a message to say, hey mate, you know, great cover, any chance you could tell me what the chords, etc. are. And by the way, if you've ever posted videos on YouTube of singing and playing guitar, people ask you for the chords of stuff all the time. But this guy had gone out of his way, you know? He really wanted to contact me, and me, like a fucking see you next Tuesday, went, fuck off mate, basically. And took offense to it. So I immediately, instead of just writing him a message, I love an audio message, I immediately sent him an audio message back. And I, his name was Mark. And I said, Mark, mate, I'm so, so sorry. I've been an absolute arsehole about that. I said, you know, it's 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 a tough day on a Friday for me. I said, I apologize. And I said, you know, and, I, and then I answered his question, um, which I won't bore you with the details with. And he sent me a message back and he was like, wow, man, thank you so much for responding that way. You didn't have to do that. And I said, no, thank you. I said, thank you for, you know, for bearing with me. I said, it was not cool the way I responded to you. Um, and I apologize. 
And that in itself was a moment of self-reflection. I initially looked at that moment and went, what an arsehole, he's gone out of his way to find my details, cheeky shit. But in actual fact, when I look at it, and I look at it from his perspective, he's gone out of his way not to be malicious, not to do anything nasty, just to seek me out, just to find a way of contacting me to help himself, but also to say thank you for posting the video and to, you know, to give his opinion on it. Self-reflection is massively important. We're in the middle of the, the Black Lives Matter movement, and I'm not going to do a podcast on it. I'm not going to talk about that because I've posted about it on my social media. It's going on all over the world at the moment. Needless to say, I support the movement and I support what they're trying to do. But I'm not going to go into a podcast because that's not what this forum is about in this particular episode, let's say. But self-reflection, guys. The ability to look at your own actions and critique your own actions. And when once you learn what you could have done better, you then apply consistency. You learn it and then you apply it. Like I said, it doesn't matter how many things you learn. If you don't apply it, it's worthless. And not giving up. So many people beat themselves up because they have a bad week or a bad day or they screw up or they make mistakes and they give up. That's why people aren't successful with their businesses. It's why they're not successful in their lives, relationships. You know, why they're not successful being a parent. And I've got all of those lessons in my back pocket. Lessons that I've learned from other people, lessons that I've learned from myself. I wasn't successful in my relationship because I gave up on it in a way. I wasn't successful with my relationship with my father, that parenting relationship, because I gave up on it. You know, and I wasn't successful in a million and one different things that I've done in my business because I gave up on them. I didn't give them the attention they deserved. Folks, you can be successful in anything you want to be successful in as long as you don't give up, as long as you learn and recognize that it's about continual mistakes. It's about continual lessons. As long as you recognize that, you'll be just fine and you'll, you'll make anything a success. Failure is necessary. If you want to be successful in anything that you do, be it your calorie deficit, be it your business relationship, life, marriage, the ability to look in yourself and recognize what you could have done better and then the ability to apply that information is the only thing standing in your way between making anything that you do a success. Do not give up, but don't be an arsehole. You will make mistakes. Recognize those mistakes and take accountability for them. I've had people have a go at me in the last week blaming me for things that they've done. And it's so, so, so important to recognize that you are at fault in every situation in some way. You could have responded better in some way. Your actions could have been better in some way. And until you learn that, until you recognize that, and until you take that information and apply it in a productive way, then you won't find success. But if you do, you won't ever fail at anything. And you'll get yourself to a point which I realized I was at, when you actually are content and you've achieved what you wanted to achieve and your life is in a position where you really enjoy it and you're blessed in every avenue. Don't give up, all right? Don't throw in the towel and don't 
destroy everything or sabotage everything because of one or ten mistakes. Because it's those mistakes which will be the making of you, not the destruction of you. Ladies and gents, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. And if you've got this far on the podcast, I really appreciate it. If you have got this far, please give us a little bit of feedback. It can be in an iTunes review. It can be on Instagram. Uh, it can be on Facebook. Just do me a favor and let me know. So many of you listen to these podcasts and so many of you don't tell me what you think. And it's what, telling me what you think, giving me your feedback on an episode, be it good, be it bad, be it constructive. That's what makes this podcast and that's what makes every episode better. You contribute to it. You are the masters of how this goes, you know? And you are the reason it keeps going by getting that feedback, by listening to you guys. You are the reason this podcast is still going. So do me a favor right now. Go over to Instagram. Drop me a message. Let me know what you thought of this episode. And I'll see you on the next one. Cheers for tuning in.